Very good afternoon and welcome to Aspen Weight Live. We're delighted to have your company once again uh, this lunchtime. I hope you've had a, as good a weekend as you possibly could. The weather was nice. I hope you were in your garden and enjoying that and getting some sun. Delighted to be back again today. We're here between uh, Monday to Thursday this week to uh, talk about all things um, coronavirus Sorry, business, that, on Friday, then? Um, economic recovery, mental well-being, so many things to talk about this week. And as always, I'm delighted that the CEO of Aspen Wait, Paul Wait, is ready to join me. Paul, very good afternoon. Looks very sunny where you are. Yes, um, yes, I've certainly got enough sun over the weekend. I'm rather intrigued as to what's happened to Friday this week, Benjamin. Uh, oh yeah, fr- Friday, of course. It's good. Well, it's Good Friday, but we can we can still be here, so it should be a happier show on Good Friday, shouldn't it? Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, uh, I don't really think there's going to be a defined bank holiday this week. I guess there are um, uh, a number of people who will have the weekend off who are still manfully going to work every day. So um, it'll be a bit of an odd one, won't it? Yeah, well, I tell you what, we we'll come up with something uh, a little bit different, and uh, for for Friday then with a with a a Good Friday feel, as it'll be a slightly different show. So, um, yeah, we'll be here all week. Okay, I want to start um, by getting your thoughts on something over the weekend. We, we did say that we would talk a little bit about mental health and well-being <laughs> on these shows, and one of the things that came out of the weekend was uh, Matt Hancock's comments uh, that exercise could be banned if people didn't behave themselves. And he is referring to a minority of people uh, that are quite frankly a a disgrace to society that are still going to parks um, in their numbers. We've all seen the pictures and beaches and I know that they're particularly worried about the bank holiday weekend. We won't comment too much more on those people, but we were just chatting then about if if this does come to fruition and certainly we do hope that it doesn't, that the, the impact on mental health and well-being which will then go on to business as well would be maybe much more severe than the impact of letting people go out and and the impact on coronavirus oh beyond doubt i think um you know when i when i heard that yesterday i i was beside myself to be honest with you um i personally went for a two bike ride yesterday one at 11 and one four thirty, and um it's um it, well, it gives me joy, actually. I think that's the only way I can put it. Um, it's uh, it's obviously a very enjoyable thing to do. And um, I think to be stuck in your own house, not be able to go anywhere, would be, um, well, would just be r- ridiculous. And I, 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 I think it's uh, it would be a, uh, probably one of the worst decisions in history uh, and totally lacking in any common sense. And as you said to me off air, um, the people that he's complaining about aren't exercising anyway. Yeah, no, exactly, and I, I think that's um, that's something that uh, you know we, we we both said we a it's the wrong group of people. We'll talk about that in in, in a moment, and b is it really going to happen, or are they just trying to scaremonger perhaps before the Easter weekend? I want to bring in um, Rachel Woods, who's Aspen Waits' uh, business development manager, and I know very uh, keen on mental health and, and well-being. Uh, Rachel, very good afternoon to you. Um, Hi, Rachel. Uh, l- Hello. Lovely to have you on, um, and thank you for thank you for coming on. Um, yeah, we were just discussing uh, around uh, Matt Hancock's comments about perhaps not being able to go out of your house, which we, which we have seen in 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 other countries. Um, this this would be so detrimental to mental health and well being. Absolutely, absolutely. I do have friends in Europe 
who right now who have been locked in for a couple of weeks now and so I fully appreciate you know from friends who are already going through that yeah the impact it would have on people in the UK um, you really really need to be looking after your mindset if we get to that point and I know that, that Paul just touched on it there but from your from your point of view being very big big into, into all these things is, is there is there any need for it? Do we do we? I know that we're not privy to all of the um, the figures, and we're hoping to get Oksana onto the phone um, very shortly today, uh, who's in the medical profession. But w- yeah. do, do we do we? It would surely outweigh. It would outweigh what we're trying to do with coronavirus. Uh, yeah, I, that's the thing. I mean, because from the start they've been saying, yeah, you're for your health and well being, and of course, and go outside for you know, one outdoor exercise a day. So there obviously has been an uptake in people going out for their outdoor exercise. And the as you mentioned earlier, it is the, the minorities, I guess, in the highly um, populated areas. So it's in London where people unfortunately don't have those the luxury of their own garden, that they are going to these parks and, you know, their behaviour is, is impacting everyone else. Um, so... It, it, it's it's a really tough one, isn't it? Because for you know how much of the how much of the population are sorry, I can I can hear myself upstairs. It's weird. <laughs> uh, how much of the po- I had to come downstairs away from my computer. Um, so how much of the population are in those you know in the densely populated areas? The their their behaviour is impacting everyone. So let's hope it doesn't come to that, and everybody does do what they're meant to do. And- sorry, I. I, d- I don't think it is a tough one myself. I don't see it at all. I don't Go see it on. as tough. Um, I don't think it is a tough one. I, mean, I personally, um, I personally think the park should be open and people should be allowed to walk around them. Uh, I think it's ludicrous. I mean, if you see the sensationist videos on YouTube where they're, you know, talking about um, Brighton. I watched a, a video about Brighton on Saturday. I think yeah. it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and the people were actually socially distanced. There wasn't any evidence in the video i watched of anyone being stupid um but you know i think this sort of one size fits all i mean you know when you consider that somerset has got 99 cases in a county or just by part of somerset 600,000 people and you know i live in a very rural community where i can go cycling in any number of directions uh, in a very private manner where yeah. You know, probably, probably at the most, I might come across two couples walking, perhaps another cyclist in an hour, um, mm. and, and to turn around and tell me that I'm, I'm da- endangering anybody by cycling around is 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 just frankly ludicrous. Mm. Yeah. No, no, I agree. I and mean, where I live in Berkshire, I can go out. I go for a run every evening, and I'm not coming into contact with people. Um, but I guess it's different for those who are living in London. If they go outside where I guess it is more difficult to, you know, can they practice social distancing or not? That's the question. If everybody could, would be fine, but it's the minority who who are hanging out out in groups that are causing the problem, obviously. Uh, We'll get on to general well-being and mental health in just a second with you, Rachel. Uh, Mm. We're going to take this back back to business um but i just want one more point on this we don't want to uh, feel like we're preaching at all on here it's just <laughs> this is just things that have happened over the weekend and, and we're talking about but just going on to paul's point about um one size fits all i, I think that 
many people are behaving the way they should and I'll echo Paul's uh, thoughts on going out mountain biking and running again you know live in Berkshire as well and, and that you know people are really being sensible every time I come across anybody when I'm walking they'll walk on the other side or they'll stop for a moment and let you but pass so that the the distancing thing is being taken into account and I said before we came on that it makes no difference whether I go out for my run or not on the battle against coronavirus but it will <clears> on, <throat> on my mental health Sh- should we um I know we don't want to be telling the law enforcement exactly how to do their job because we like to stick to what we know, but surely common sense is that to come down harder on people in London that are not that are flouting the rules rather than just one size fits all. Well, I guess in an ideal world, uh, yes, but I guess how... I don't know. I'll let Paul answer that one. <laughs> How do we deal with them, Paul? I, I, surely just, just police presence in London must be that the, the if you were running the country, and I say this to you a lot, Paul, and I, I know that we like to have these conversations, but if you were running the country, then, you know, you would say, right, police, police presence in London in the busy uh, urban areas needs to be, you know, really on it um, rather than worrying about, like you say, small towns in Somerset. Yeah, I think I think it goes further than that personally. I mean, I think the um, you know the point of potentially uh, me being told I can't go for a bike ride because it's contrary to the public interest is 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 ludicrous. But I, I as you know, I already think that what's happening at the moment is disproportionate. So um, anything that's more than we're doing already would be therefore grossly disproportionate. And I already am gravely concerned about. Um, the impact of what's already happening. So anything that adds to that would be a, a, a catastrophe, in my opinion. Just before um, we, we let uh, Ra- Rachel go, uh, Rachel, I really wanted to ask you about um, yeah. your general thoughts on uh, the difficult time at the moment. And, and it's really important that what Paul's just said, uh, he thinks that the, the measures in place at the moment are more than enough. And some yeah. people are really struggling with them. Um, and when it... You know, we talk about the economy and we'll come on to talk about that um, later in this show. The, the recovery is is all about the business and, 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 and financial side of it and, and getting companies through. But there's no point in doing that if, if we've got individuals that are going to come out the other side of this being having severe well-being and mental health and physical health problems. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, and so in, in terms of managing you know, your own mindset, um, I think it's, it's really important to start the day with, you know, a positive attitude. And I think it's really, particularly in these times, you know, to have, you know, your first hour of the day, you know, should be for, for yourself and for your well-being and not be driven by, you know, social media. And I know it's all all the news, um, you know, and it's, you know, so many people sleep with their phone as an alarm and, you know, it can be too <laughs> tempting to be, you know, woken up by your phone and then, you know, something pops up and you think, oh, I'll just have a quick look at that. And before you know it, you're down a rabbit hole of knowing what, you know, the latest is in the news. Uh, and for me personally, and for several years now, I've always taken that first hour of the day for me and to to do exercise and to I actually write a gratitude journal every morning. And I have done for several years just to help me get into the right mindset for the day, to think about the kind of day I want to have. And I, I exercise, you know, I've exercised daily for several years, um, and it's a very, 
you know, big and important part of my life, whether that's inside or outside. So, you know, there there are exercises that can be done inside. You know, I've, I've practiced yoga for um, on and off for several years, but the last few months, you know, I'm doing it religiously every morning, just a quick, you know, 10-minute yoga stretch. But it does really make a difference um, in terms of how you go on to, to, to have your day. There was... Um... Just to, I think just you know, before we get into the sort of the business part, uh, there was a feature on Italy uh, on the news last night and um, just broke your heart, really. There are there are people there who have literally run out of money, uh, people who Isn't have it? nothing to eat, people who have nothing to eat, literally nothing to I eat, think, yeah. no, no money, no hope, no jobs. Um, and, and I think that... Um, as I said, uh, I said to my coaching session this morning, which I had before my uh, before the live stream today, that uh, mm. I think the way the way we're going, it will take ten years for the UK to recover from what we what, what the government's going to inflict on us. Yeah, Goodness. yeah, it's uh, it's it's um, certainly worrying, and we all need that positivity and uh, and those thoughts of yours Rachel I'm sure will help a lot of people um just listening to how you approach the day and and the things that you mm. do and we will talk more about this and I know we've got plans to, yeah. b- to bring you on again um we'll get you on Skype again and we'll we'll, we'll talk about this Brilliant. for a whole show thank you for giving up your time to come on today it was really nice to hear from you um good to see you both guys I'm sorry you can't see me but next time we'll <laughs> absolutely and um, that was uh, Rachel Wood who's the business development manager um, for Aspen Weight lovely to hear from uh, Rachel just moving on from what you said about that and talking about the uh, economy I know there are some facts and figures that you've got Paul that with when we talk about recovery I put that question on you last week which was quite a big question um, and it's 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 probably the, the one that everyone wants to know the answer to Yes, obviously, one of the things I do every week, because I feel I have to in my job, is I read uh, the Sunday Times business uh, paper inside out. Um, This week, of course, it was full of um, my favorite writer is a guy called Luke Johnson, who very much he and I are very much like minded generally. And he was talking about um, the disproportionate measures that are going to cause a tremendous long term economic malaise in this country. but there were there were the official figures published about the um, contraction uh, from 100% capacity in various different sectors, uh, and so the official figure is as of uh, Sunday that um, the UK economy is operating at 69% of its uh, of its usual wow. uh, maximum, uh, and apparently in France it's 65%. Um, uh, in, in manufacturing, for instance, the figure was 50%, 50%. Um, and obviously in retail, it's naught. So, um, you know, uh, this the way things are going, if, if something isn't done soon, uh, the devastation to our economy will be greater than that of the Great Depression in America. It's, uh, it's obviously such a hard, it's a, such a big... Um, topic and it's so difficult to, to to answer what 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 can be because if someone was on from the government on this show and I was to put that question to them um, I know that they put a lot of spin on things but that what could be done what can be done what would you like to see from the government maybe over the next few months of steps that they could take to stop 
it being as bad as you say? Well, I mean, to some extent, um, if if you if if we were um, omnipotent, which of course you and I deserve to be, but if if on our show we could get any anybody on the government to come on with us, um, for a start, I doubt that any of them would tell the truth. Um, you know, when I say tell the truth, what I mean by that is, um, I, I don't think they would uh, be prepared to tell the public genuinely what they thought anyway. Um, and of course, um, they're politicians. So if you take Matt, Matt Hancock, Matt Hancock's, I would imagine that Matt, Han Matt Hancock's number one priority is um, deflecting as much flack as possible about being blamed for the deaths. So he's looking at this from a, a narrow point of view, which is here and now, um, how many people are going to die from coronavirus? Now, I, on the other hand, I'm looking at from the point of view of uh, several different things. So firstly, if you don't tackle coronavirus properly in the first place, it's not going to go away. And we're just going to get second wave, third wave, fourth wave until such time as it's eradicated. I can't see the government now has a clear strategy. They started out the, um, the, the epidemic very much sort of in the same camp as Sweden, you know, yeah. who, who are taking a very relaxed view to it. And the Swedes, at least for, to their credit, uh, you know, their scientific advisor has a, to my mind anyway, a clear, uh, a clear and understandable uh, strategy, which is not a short-term one, you know, which is um, he's, he's taken into account the effect on morale and mental health and uh, the devastation to the economy. Uh, whereas I think um, there is no discernible exit strategy in Britain. Uh, and I think that what is quite likely because of the sort of woke, uh, politically correct uh, time we live in, that uh, I think I just, I, I really do fear that, hundreds of thousands of people will lose their hope forever. I, I really think it's going to be that bad. I think if they don't do something, uh, all the startups, pretty much all the startups that started up in the last two or three years will fail. Uh, anyone that was building a business that started off from making a loss is going to fail. Um, all those people that were already on the ropes, they're all going to fail. And, and, and we won't be able to recover from it. Uh, I, think, I think then you're going to end up with loads of people being unemployed, people with no food, People getting ill, people people massively depressed. Um, terrible. Yeah, it's um, it's obviously we talk we we talk very honestly. We always say this, Paul. We talk very honestly on on this and try and be that real voice and, and look at the the real problems. We want to try and be as positive as we can, but we do find ourselves in that in that difficult position. Perhaps just perhaps it's a lot of information came out from the government a few weeks ago. And there was a lot being put in place. And we, we are just in that period at the moment in Britain where in the UK that it's getting worse. The numbers are getting worse every day. There's, there, there doesn't seem to be as much traction of, of the things that the government are doing and putting in place. But hopefully in a few weeks we, we will see a, a plateauing of, of the curve, as they call it. And then and there will be other things introduced. We, we talk a lot on this show about how when the economy will be able to uh, like restaurants and shops when they'll be able to open again and when that will you know you say at 0% at the moment obviously but when that will be able to go up is is one of your fears that we won't be able to open up as an economy properly for for a long time well, sorry I, I laughed then because it's a quite an amusing question because um 
uh, you know, the question is a causal byproduct of what the government do, isn't it? If the government say shops are closed, then shops will be closed. Yeah. Um, so it's got nothing to do with um, whether the shop should or shouldn't be open. Um, at the moment, uh, the government has said you have to close, you know, hotels, shops, et cetera, et cetera. So unless the government says, um, I was talking to my coach this morning and he was talking about um, something he'd read. He's, he's sending me a couple of um, scientific papers to read, you know, about the possibility of sort of having lockdown, uh, out of lockdown, lockdown, out of lockdown sort of type scenario, you know. Yeah. I'm not sure what I think about that. I don't like it as an instinct or as an instinctive thought. Um, I mean, I, th I think that, um, see, to me, I thought that the the sort of over 70s thing was quite a punitive measure in itself. I think the over 70s um, being isolated uh, combined with sensible show social distancing would have been, would have been enough. And I think, you know, um, I don't want to sound heartless, but I, 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 I personally would take a lot of convincing that what is being done is is worth it. You know, sometimes, you know, I, one of one of the things I give as an example of um, of being a good leader is if I was in charge of a submarine and I had a hundred crew, uh, two of them get trapped in a chamber. Uh, if I if I don't if I don't seal the chamber off. The whole sub will get flooded and everyone will die. Uh, and I, I know that I would have the strength to do that. Yeah. So really, you know, uh, I, I, yeah. So, you know, and, and I think, you know, you either choose to be a leader or you don't. Uh, now, you know, there would be a human cost to that. I would be very, very upset, you know, and, and, you know, that I would, I would be plunged into gloom, uh, certainly that evening having done so, but that would be the right thing to do. And I think that's, that's that's a good analogy for the situation. I think the fact is, uh, and this is where um, you know overly PC people just don't 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 see it. Um, there is no perfect solution here, um, so it's a balance, isn't it? So at the moment, in my opinion, the balance is wrong because. So let me give you other examples, and I know I know people that people you know real people that I know and care about. So you've got people, um, for instance, suffering from cancer, okay? Yeah. Who are having their treatment cancelled in, in favour of, um, uh, per, well, perceived or real uh, issues with coronavirus. Well, how can that be right? Yeah. You know, those people, so those, those, those people are, tell me, I, I don't see how, how can those people not be anything other than, um, what's the word, cannon fodder or... Um, people that have been thrown onto the heap. Um, I, I just think, see, to me, that is just intellectually incomprehensible. You know, if you've got cancer and you and you need treatment now, you should have it now. Uh, we should not be letting cancer, people with cancer die um, to try and save people who might have died of coronavirus. I, I just won't accept that. Yeah, a lot of, um, a lot of really important things to consider here. And as I said uh, a few moments ago, this is... Uh, very difficult situation to come up with those answers. We'll try and talk as uh, in as real terms as possible. That's what we want to do on this show. And I'm going to read a comment um, because we always encourage you to get your comments in. If you want to be part of it, that's why we're here. That's why we've just said we'll be here on Good Friday and we'll we'll do, we'll do the show because we want you to be part of it. 
Uh, Yasser has commented. I'm not going to put your comment on the screen because there are a couple of naughty words, but you've put here, Yasser, let's be honest, uh, you are going to be fine. Um, We, on the other side, with our countries, are going to not be fine. I've, 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 uh, you know, uh, just taken out a few words there, due to the weakness of our health system and the lack of our resources. I think what Yasser is saying is the UK will be fine because it's got a good um, health system, it's a strong country, but there are countries that are really going to suffer. I think he's sort of challenging our views on, well, we're saying that we're going we're, we're gonna to suffer, but there are a lot of countries that will suffer a lot more because of this. Interesting to get your yeah. thoughts on that, Paul. Well, I'm not sure about that. I mean, it, it, it depends... It depends. It's like everything, isn't it? My favourite words always depends, as you know. And uh, uh, no, no, no uh, two countries are the same. I mean, if you look at um, uh, Singapore as a as a great example, uh, Singapore has dealt with the coronavirus epidemic in a beautiful fashion. It uh, would appear to have the situation under control. Um, there's real reasons to believe that they have come up with a long-standing and uh, permanent solution uh, you've then got um, other countries that perhaps didn't act fast enough I'm not sure I mean you know ultimately it depends on the pattern of society doesn't it you know um, so you take Sweden for instance uh, the Swedes if you looked at poverty de- population density of Sweden and compared it to the United Kingdom or particularly London in, in London you've got I don't know how many it is, 10 million, 10 million plus people living in, you know, an area of 25 square miles or something. I don't know what the, I don't know what the, their actual figures are, but yeah. um, now if you look at Sweden, it's a country that probably uh, has a population of 20% of England's perhaps 25% of the most of England's as a, as just a country on its own has one Mass, you know, one substantial city in Stockholm. Um, it has hundreds and hundreds of islands and people living over a very wide distance. So um, it's easier for Sweden to take the relaxed approach compared to to us. Now, again, if you you know if, uh, where I would criticise the government is what they've basically done is going back to my one size fits fits all. Uh, they've treated people in Somerset exactly the same as someone living in Wandsworth and and the fact the situation is nowhere near the same. So, you know, one of the things they could have done, for instance, is lock down London and allowed the rest of the country to carry on, couldn't they? Yeah. 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 And they they, they won't do that because it's too politically difficult to do it. Common sense doesn't come into it. They'd rather, they'd rather um, the economy was bust than, than do things like that. So, uh, I think you know there there will be there will be countries probably where, uh, but you know so, sorry I'm just, I know I'm rambling. I mean one of the one of the things that's um, interesting about the UK, for instance, it has a relatively old population compared to nearly any other country. I think uh, we have a lot of old people living in in the UK, um, and therefore by definition the threat is is greater. So if you're Funny enough, if you were living in a country with a lower life expectancy or had um, less people proportionally, then uh, given that, as we know, the only percentage of people catch it in the first place and then, you know, I don't know, 4% of people who catch it die or something, 
um, it's quite likely that a, a, a country with a poor uh, a poor uh, hospital system may, in fact, cope quite well because yeah. of because of its, its demographic. You know. Yeah, I think I think you make a really good point. I was just trying to um, I was actually just trying to get the stats up, Paul, on which um, which countries here um, actually do have the uh, the top fifty countries with the largest percentage of older adults. And just trying to see where uh, we fall on that, and we do, as you say, um, fall quite high up on that list. Um, I think it's been uh, well documented that Italy are, are, are above us, and, and that's why they have had, you know, it's had such a devastating effect there. But all these things, as you say, you know, you have to take into account. I, I do love your phrase when you say to me, "Well, it depends," because it depends, because it does depend on, you know, which countries you're talking about. Very good point from Yasir. You know, thank you so much for being. Uh, part of our broadcast today that's what we want you to keep your comments coming in don't forget as well uh, you can get this as a podcast so if you're not already subscribed to the uh, Aspen Weight podcast please do so we're on iTunes we're on Spotify um, and subscribe to our YouTube channel as well hit the bell and you'll get notified when we go live which is every day right we're going to end this today with with positivity I love talking. Are we? we are, yeah, because I love talking to you, Paul, about music. Um, and when Rachel came on, we mentioned some of the things that she did in the morning to, you know, set up her day. I loved the phrase that she said. I'm give I give myself some time in the morning to to work out what kind of day I want to have. That's so so important. And I know we'll talk about that on future shows. One of the things that we try and do, we try and introduce a track every day, because music is so important at times like this. And we have got a big show planned. Uh, soon which will be to launch our radio station where you can be our friends all day on our radio station and (laughs) listen to the music that we are currently in the process of planning that's going to be such a wonderful thing to launch and I can't wait to do that but today we've got another track and when I talk about ending with positivity I I want to talk a little bit about the track you've chosen today Paul. So um, one of the things I've been doing is um, the homework set by um, Supermeister Ben Altham. Yes. media guru is uh i've been uh, compiling my playlist and i've now because uh, i'm doing a to z of pop uh on my show uh, i've now managed to do um 21 of the 26 letters uh i was quite shocked by how many m's there were that i picked actually um so i've now done uh, broken the back of most of my playlist um I, i'm really looking forward to it because one of the things for instance i Get a lot of pleasure out of um, of my relationship with Drew is is um, introducing him to tracks he, he he doesn't know. So we had a wonderful time on on Friday in the sunshine, uh, in between our uh, rather busy schedule, listening to lots of music. So today we're on to C, uh, having started the uh, A to Z on the live streams uh, two two shows ago with A. So um, I decided today that um, I was thinking about. Um, so we've had sort of um, uplifting and then classy, mellow bar of chocolate, I think I said, about Louis Armstrong. Um, so today we're going for um, uh, really funky, dancing around, uh, great stuff, cameo, word up. Uh, it's a song that's been uh, covered by people like uh, Metallica, I think, even. Um, so it's um, it's one of my favourite songs of all time, really uh Really good video uh, with Larry with his red codpiece, the lead singer of uh, Cameo. Uh, it's just, I just think it's um, 
obviously music you know there's there's lots of different types of music and uh i very much like the sort of um the the soul i don't know what you call it you know funky soul funky or if i can use the word black without being racist um because i think it is it is it is very relevant um it's a it's it's just uh i don't think for instance you know a white group would be capable of of, of perhaps p- pulling this off perhaps i'm wrong um but the as well fantastic video as well so uh word up my cameo is just to me it's just really cool and it's exciting uh and it's funky so it's uh, probably the most funky track ever ever made in my opinion yeah, so it, that's what we're playing today. Yeah, real, a real classic. Yeah, I told you, Paul, and I said that we we're going to end today's show with a, a real positive. And uh, um, if you if you're listening on the podcast, the song's going to follow. If if you're not and you're on the live stream, then look it up and listen to it because it certainly will give you that just that little bit extra um, for the uh, for the rest of the day. Uh, right, that that is just about it for today. I um, I'm always quite saddened when we come to to the end of these <laughs> live broadcasts every day. But as we mentioned, we are here every week at twelve thirty. There's, every there's, day, you mean? Sorry, every day. Yeah, we're, we're here every week, but we're here every day at twelve thirty, and we are going to be here on Good Friday as well. I might do the show from my garden on Friday just to make it a little bit different. And I think I've got a feeling that there's going to be a musical theme uh, in Friday's show. It's going to be a real feel-good one for Good Friday, as cheesy as that sounds. Um, no, Paul, no pressure. Uh, yeah, no pressure on us. Well, we like to put a little bit of pressure on us. It's fine. Um, okay, Paul. Thank you so much for joining me uh, again today. Um, I know you've as always got a, a busy rest of the day i hope it's uh, i hope it's a good one and i really look forward to speaking to you again tomorrow thanks ben thanks listeners and yeah do join us tomorrow um subscribe to the podcast subscribe to our youtube channel have as good a day as you possibly can and we'll see you back here tomorrow at 12 30 see you then.